from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, October 2nd, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. President Trump's COVID-19 diagnosis will require extensive contact tracing that could include his time in Ohio to determine who else might be impacted by the virus. Tino Ramos reports. It was Tuesday where he came to Ohio for the debate in Cleveland, and on Wednesday, Trump appeared at a huge rally in Minnesota. The president traveled to a fundraiser in New Jersey where he came in close contact with dozens of people during a roundtable that also included campaign supporters. Not to mention any other contact he may have had with officials and staff members, even family members in between. The question is whether or how long President Trump was carrying the virus before he tested positive. I'm Tino Ramos. Since the president released his positive test results, Vice President Mike Pence, Democratic challenger Joe Biden, and his running mate, Senator Kamala Harris, have all announced they have tested negative for COVID-19. Governor Mike DeWine is offering his prayers to President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump after their positive COVID-19 test. Karina Nova reports. The governor's statement reads, quote, Fran and I join our fellow Ohioans in praying for President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump after they announced early today that they have both tested positive for COVID-19. Along with millions of others, we extend our prayers and best wishes to the president and First Lady during this time for a speedy recovery and for their good health. Unquote. Karina Nova, ONN News. A pair of prominent Ohio lawmakers who have met with the president this week are also taking precautions. More from Tracy Townsend. Senator Rob Portman was at the White House at an event with the president on Monday. The senator's spokesperson says everyone practiced safe distancing. Also this week, Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan traveled aboard Air Force One with the president. I feel great. Had a had a great workout yesterday. You know, I feel fine. Uh, But uh, yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get. I've been tested. Like I was tested Tuesday. Been tested. I think like 13 times. Both Congressman Jordan and Senator Portman are in fact getting tested. The lawmakers offered their thoughts and prayers to the president and first lady. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor DeWine said yesterday that 11 counties are now at a level three or red public health alert level related to COVID-19. As Yolanda Harris reports, this is the first increase in many weeks. The governor says the virus is threatening. We're seeing more red counties uh, this week. Again, that's not good. Uh, We have 11 red counties more than we've seen at any point uh, in September. Although many Ohioans are certainly working hard to keep this virus in check, unfortunately, we're seeing a rebound in some areas of the state. The state uses several different criteria here to rate the level of exposure and spread in counties. I'm Yolanda Harris. With October beginning this week, Ohio is entering its seventh month of dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. Angela Ann takes a look at those seven months to see what trends could be found. The largest amount of cases of any month was in July, when we were more than double the amount of cases that we saw in April, May, and June. But those numbers started dropping in August. And in September, we saw 10,000 fewer cases than we did in July. That huge spike we saw toward the end of June and into most most of July, the July 4th holiday had a lot to do with that. But August, we started seeing a decline, followed by a brief spike in September before yet another drop. I'm Angela Ann. A handful of Democrats in the U.S. House are proposing what they call the Supreme Court Term Limits Act. ONN's Dave James has more. It would limit a justice to 18 years instead of the current lifetime appointment. Ohio U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown, also a Democrat, says of justice term limits. I- 
appointments probably makes I, I mean, that's what we've always done. I, I'm not a lawyer. I've never really thought about do you give them a 15 or 20 year term instead of lifetime. I, I'd be willing to consider it, but it's not something I've really thought much about yet. The proposal would also prevent a president from appointing more than two justices during a four year term. Dave James, I went in news. The congressional members behind the proposal are Ro Khanna of California, Joe Kennedy III of Massachusetts, and John Bayer of Virginia. A Columbus police officer is in custody facing a child pornography-related charge. Lacey Crisp has more from the capital city. An arrest warrant was issued for 29-year-old Raymond Rose. He is in custody. Now, according to court documents, he's accused of taking video of the nude child in a bedroom. According to Columbus police, Rose has been on the department since December 2015 and worked patrol. Now, Columbus police say they are cooperating fully with the investigation and that Rose has been placed on admission administrative leave. Rose has no arrest powers or firearms until the case is resolved. From the Capitol, Lacey Crisp. Advocates for diversifying police departments say black and other minority candidates are often filtered out early by racially biased exams, criminal background checks, and financial reviews. ONN's Dave James explains. It's a decades-old problem thrust into view again following global protests over police brutality and racism. Charles Wilson is chairman of the National Association of Black Law Enforcement Officers. He says minority candidates are flagged for everything from minor brushes with police to so-called attitude issues. Cleveland State University Urban Affairs Professor Ronnie Dunn says one problem is that black and Hispanic men have disproportionately high rates of contact with law enforcement at an early age. Dave James, I went in news. The brackets have been released for this year's high school football tournament on this final week of the regular season. ONN Steve Vaughn says there's a new twist this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. In a normal season, 224 schools play their way into the postseason. This year, 648 schools have opted in. Ross High School coach Kenyon Commons says first things first, though, finish the regular season. For one one moment, I hear a playoff peep um, the Friday before we play a not healthy school. Uh, I'm, I'm proud going to come unhinged. Coaches don't like it when players look ahead. Schools that are eliminated in the playoffs will have the chance to add a couple of games to their regular season schedule. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And hair salons and barbers were hit hard by the pandemic and are still struggling. Roxanne Elias has one owner's story. Doug Keishan, the owner, says it's lost more than half of its customers. It has affected the money side of it. We, a, one, we had to buy more products to service. Some stuff we can't even offer because the manufacturers can't get the products in. So it has affected that part of the business. You know, shop small, shop local. We really do need um, our community. Roxanne Elias in Toledo. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.